All right, guys, we're back at it. Uh, the other night you guys snuck on here without me. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I just turned it on in the middle of it. I saw you guys were in here chatting. I'm like, Melina, Mike didn't even tell me. And then he makes a crack about Mike Pinozo being better looking. It's terrible. What do you think? Was... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hey, uh, guys, thanks for tuning in. We already got a handful of people in here. Do us a favor. Let us know if you can see us and hear us, uh, well, and, uh, we want to make sure you guys get all of this content. Uh, we got a little bit of current events here today. Uh, big event kicking off, uh, up with the, uh, ladies. So, uh, Melina, why don't you go ahead and, and start us off what we're going to be talking about? Yeah, for sure. So there's a big event going on, I believe in Minnesota, WPBA event, a little bit of, uh, controversy leading up to it so we wanted to come on here and and discuss it some and uh you know to we i was able to go and share a post the other day or yesterday i think it was um about it and uh, we decided to go and reach out to uh the wpba and we were able to go and get on a pretty pretty awesome guest boys yeah let's bring her in Lori john how's it going Lori john very good how are you good thanks so much for joining so uh yeah, so you're getting ready to do a pro am, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks we, for taking. I, a few we minutes. just flew in. It's you know, Bemidji, Minnesota is like where <laughs> or Bemidji. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> it's lovely here, though. <laughs> it's, it's five minutes from forever. Yeah. They couldn't do Minnesota in August, huh? Uh no, never. <laughs> Dean likes to torture us. Oh. So, uh, Mike, you were able to get Lori John for this. Do you have any questions for her? Which Mike? You. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's 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 set the let's set the scene here. I mean, the reason we're on here is that uh, one of the players, uh, and I know we can't talk directly to you about the player, Lori John, but but a player posted that you know she wasn't signing the WPBA contract because it was going to limit her ability to make money as a professional pool player. And um, it caught a lot of, you know, sympathy. I call them martyr posts when they go on, when they go on Facebook and everybody who's their friend chimes in and says, oh, you know, everybody's against you or against pool and pros have a reason to make a living and whatever. So this player is not playing the event because and it's April Larson. She's not playing the event because she didn't want to sign the WPBA agreement. So, um, I would like to ask you not about any specific player, but tell me what the WPBA agreement says and stipulates to players who are in okay, the top so, 16 of various rankings. Okay. So I'm going to take you back a couple of years. Okay. I have, um, so I have been on the board. This is my fourth year serving. When I first came on, there was a breakup of the WPBA. There was another organization that came out. And you have to understand where I'm coming from, guys. I'm old, okay? I've been around like pretty much since the WPBA has been in existence. So I'm going to fight for an organization that I believe in. I'm not going to be like the men. We're not going to not have an organization and have anybody play in whatever they want, okay? Here's the difference. And listen very carefully. I'm going to say this once. The women do not have the ability to make the kind of money that the men do. Men can, you know, they, they invite Sky or whoever to a $2,500 tournament. All the men play in that tournament. It's all over Facebook, but they still have matchroom and they still have bigger tournaments to play in, okay? The women have had no events for a long time. And I fought for the WPBA and for hanging in there and let, let's get us back to where we used to be. So at the end of last year, I was very excited because I talked with Karim with Predator and I knew how many events that we had. And at that time, I made a public statement to all the WPBA members. I said, guys, all the people who hated me and was mad at me and, you know, and not me personally, but the WPBA, you know, they were mad because we stopped. We, we, we told them you have to make a choice. You either play on our tour, or you play on the other tour. It's not a big deal. And if, you know, you just can't have your cake and eat it too at this point because it'll kill both organizations. The WPBA continued to go on. So at the end of last year, I made a statement. I said, 
2022, thank you for hanging in with us. Thank you, girls, for, for arguing, but yet hanging in. Maybe you disagreed with me. That's fine. But you hung in there with us. And, you, um, and because of that, we had a promoter who called and said, I w we want to be sanctioned. I don't know how the wording was in the beginning, but we want to get together with the only professional women's association in North America. That was a great feeling. The, the, the tournaments went from two tournaments to four tournaments. We now have 10 tournaments this year. Now, with that being said, at the end of last year, I made that statement in the fall. You, uh, the, the, all the girls were there. They could have asked questions. They could have called. They could have said what's going on with it. Um, we have 10 tournaments this year. You got to make your decisions. You cannot call yourself a pro in any other sport. I don't care about, I'm sorry. I've lived it. I've lived the tough life. I've lived a life where if I was a eight-time world champion, if I was in Hall of Fame, I'd be a multi-multi-millionaire today. I love pool. I love pool. Pool has given me the ability to travel, to do what I need to do. And that's the, the sport that I chose. So I'm in the same boat as everybody has been. And I get it. And I get the, the you know, you want to play in certain tournaments, but you cannot play. Yes, I am. You cannot play, I'm reading, she's not answering the question. You cannot play in an amateur event as a top 16 player and then call yourself a professional. You want to be invited to world tournaments through the, through the WPA and you're going to play in a $25, you know, entry fee tournament, play in the open tournaments play in the open tournaments. You can play in all of the open tournaments that you want. You cannot play in a regional tournament as a top player, period. I'm a hall of famer. I can never do it. If I'm going to play on the WPBA tour, I can do whatever I want when I'm done with the WPBA, but I, I, you know, I, I, I can't. So, so, and I see, I see some of the comments and whatnot. It, 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 it doesn't matter. The bottom line is we have 10 tournaments this year. We have one sponsor that is putting in $150,000 to, or $160,000 to four events. And that is because we stuck together and that's just it. We have an organization. The men, you can comment all you want, guys, I'm sorry. You guys do not have an organization. You have not had an organization in a million years. And the guys can do whatever they want to do. And it's not going to hurt them. It is very difficult for me to be on the WPBA. And just trust me, I didn't know this until I got on the board. I was completely the other way. Then when I got on the board and I started asking for, um, you know, I started going like, Dean, you know, we're going to... Uh, uh, um, casinos and different places asking for $40,000 added. Right. And then one of the guys was like, well, I was, you know, like they're pool players too. They like pool. And they said, well, what happens, you know, this, this tournament only added like $2,500, $3,000 and five of the top players were there. Well, how, why should they give us $40,000? We're not in the same boat, guys, as the guys, the men. And that's just a fact. It's an unfortunate fact, but it's a fact. So if I was strangling players saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. Last year, they were able to do what they needed to do because we had one tournament. But we're back to having our, our tournaments. And, and yeah, you're right, David. I hope I'm friends with you on Facebook. I'll probably unfriend you. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, um, you know I'm, I'm, it's, it's not a dictatorship. It's just not. I'm, I'm going to, that's all I'm going to say. It has nothing to do with a person. It has nothing. Everybody <clears throat> had their choice to sign or to not sign. The people who didn't sign, they, they're not going to play this year. I don't know what to tell you. You have to make an adult decision. We're all adults. We make our decisions. Um, you know, years ago, yeah, it's just, that's just the way it is. So I, I don't know. We have, we have, you know, we have Garrett, we have enough tournaments this year where, a good player 
who would be in the top 16, yeah, you're going to make some money. So, so, so Lori, John, first of all, uh, I know you see the comments coming in. Uh, I just want to say thank you so much for coming. And, you know, the comments are the comments. Pool players, one thing they're really good at is complaining, no matter oh, what happens. <laughs> so, and you know that you've been in this game for a long, long time. I think the the main argument that some people may have, just to put it, um, put it out there and mm -hmm. kind of get your feedback on it, is if the players commit to play in all the WPBA events, uh, why do you care what else they do? How would that hurt your opportunities at the WPBA? Because exactly what I said, when Dean, so Dean, who's the president of the WPBA, goes to a lot of the casinos. He has a lot of dealings with casinos. When he asks, goes and asks for any sponsorship for $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 added to the women's event. But someone over here is dangling a carrot for $200 and all the girls go to that tournament. Why would someone, why would I, I would be like, well, hell, I'm only going to add 3000 to a tournament and I could get these players. It hurts us. We can't do that. The women can't, I'm sorry. Just, that's just the fact. The women can't do that. And it's been proven, you know, so why, it, why it would they want to go proven. into the top so, 16 then? Why would they huh? want to go in? Why would they want to be a top 16 player? Like what is it that they're getting additionally for being a top player from the WPBA? To be able from, to, to have your guarantee, you know, you have your guarantee. If there's seating, you're seated in the tournaments. You, if, if there's 48, you have your buy. You know what I'm saying? You're guaranteed to make basically the top 16. You know, you're you're almost guaranteed to make your 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 money back. You know right, that type if, thing. But um, if I know I can play, then what's the point of what 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 do I care about a seating if I know I can go and spar with anybody? Besides having a number next to my name, what else is there it, to go it, and get? It, from, do, it doesn't matter if you want to call yourself a great player. I'm a great player. I've been part of the WPBA forever. Um, and I wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame today, either of them, if um, if I didn't play on an actual tour. So it does matter. I won't get any invites to the WPA. I won't have the opportunity to possibly play in the Olympics. I'm not going to probably because I'm just too old anyway. But um, I'm probably not going to, you know, uh, you, you know, you're not going to have that opportunity. We have, you know, we have, we are under, it's, it's the IOC and the, for the, for the, um, for the Olympics, then it's the WPA, the World Pool Association, then it's the BCA and the WPBA comes underneath the WPA and the BCA. So it's, you know, um, you know, and, and I don't know, I, I just, I, I can't read everything right now, but the, the, somebody said the matchroom model. The match room is great, but the match room also has open events. You know, it, good luck. You know, good 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 luck playing in an open event. Uh, being a woman, I, I I like having a woman's tour. So that's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not. You know, again, it's not me. It's the it's the WPBA. The WPBA has made really tough decisions in the past. Um, I've called Ava. Um, who was a past president. I've asked her a lot of questions at Vicki Paskey. I've asked them a lot of questions on what we need to do and, you know, their suggestions for me or, you know, on my vote or something. And, and I'm just going with, I'm just going with it. So if, if it, you know, if it hurt, um, I don't know if, if it hurt, uh, you know, if it hurts someone, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. But there's just, there's different, you know, the girls can play. So Mike Pinozo asked me, he texted me before and asked me, um, you know, about the European tour. The European tour is a professional tour in Europe. And yes, the girls can go and play on that tour. You know, it is a, it is a separate tour, but is, it is also a professional tour. It is not, it's not like me going, living in Texas, playing in the Lone Star tour in the women's division and robbing it or something of that nature. Um, but, you know, but the Euro Tour is not a, not a WPBA sanctioned event, right? Excuse me. The Euro Tour that you're referring to is not a WPBA sanctioned event. No, it's, no, it's not. It's not. So then, because we don't have something more organized outside of the WPBA here in the states, then the American players essentially don't get that same 
that same luxury that the European players go and get in a nutshell. Well, if, if, if they want to, I am sure that if, if she want, would like to go over and, you know, live in, you know, I guess live in, in Europe for a while, you could possibly um, have her play, you know, if, if players would like to do that. I don't know their, I don't know their technical rules, um, but I know that the WPBA has always had um, international players, um, and that's what makes you know we 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 enjoy that people like that. So, at, at what point was the was the schedule announced for the WPBA for this year? Um, like I said, I made an announcement that there were. I said that at this point there were eight tournaments definitely for next year. Um, didn't know the schedule though at that time. I knew some of them, not the whole entire thing. We were waiting for Predator um, on some of their dates, um, and um, and then lo and behold, we had two more events that were added. So we have ten events this year. Yeah, but I guess my my question would be so as because as far as I understand. If the schedule was released, let's say January, but if some of these girls already had their own schedule figured out, why weren't some exemptions going and you know being made? Considering that you barely announce it the first month of the year, and then you give them a short window to go and decide. But meanwhile, they've already had commitments leading up because, to preparing because for the beginning of the year. Because certain players have been on the WPBA tour for long enough to understand that if there was a question, it would have taken one phone call, one email. Sorry, I, I, I like just as, as far as as far as getting an answer when when the dates are going to be or anything. Yes, yes. How many tournaments do we have? What is go, what's go, what's going on? I had numerous people after that tournament. I had numerous people in November, December, um, or it was in November. It was in November. Um, I had numerous people though, and in December asked me what was going on how or is it going to be you know and i was like i was like i said we're, we're definitely we are at eight tournaments right now with two more possible and we got the two more so that's just what it is so is there is there any compromise from the wpba side as far to as anybody no not right now and well, and the WPBA will actually make a blanket statement. I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking. Right. You know, the the WPBA will make a statement, and all the naysayers can go on there and, you know, say <laughs> say whatever they would like. There's been one organization again. There's been one WPBA, and, um, you know, and and that's fine. And if Matchroom makes their own ladies tour, then that's fine. I mean, I have no, you know, we, we'll deal with that when the time comes. Um, you know, and it, and it is what it is, you know, it, 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 it just is what it is. If something, so if something big enough happened, you know, people are throwing around matchroom guys, I'm not Chris, I'm not talking about matchroom. I'm not talking about what the IPT was. I'm talking about a $25 entrance fee to a tournament. I'm talking about a piddly tournament. I shouldn't want to play in that. Annika Sorenstan does not play in crappy little tournaments. She plays in the, on the pro tour. And again, sorry that the money is not 100%, but that's how you get good sponsors. That's how you get your money. You know, you, you, you make money because, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you make money. I've made money my whole life being on the tour playing on the WPBA and, and doing, you know, and doing what, you know, doing what I'm supposed to do. And then I get, you know, I've been blessed to have wonderful sponsors, you so, know, and so yes, Lori I, know, John. I know Matchroom is inviting the women, which is great. But again, it's, it's, um, it's, it's an open event. It's women playing against the men. So how do you think the women are going to fare there, you know, making money? Not great, probably. I don't know. So, so it seems like the position would be that um, by these ladies, let's say, playing in amateur events um, and competing against other ladies and winning those and snapping off a few hundred here or there, it somehow diminishes uh, the stature of the WPBA should they be allowed to play on the WPBA. It, Is that what you think? It diminishes our opportunity to go and ask the casinos for guaranteeing them the top 
players. These casinos, Northern Lights, uh, uh, Soaring Eagle, they want to know that they're going to that they're special. That because they have added thirty thousand, forty thousand, fifty thousand dollars to our tournament, that we are going to show up for them, not okay. for a fifteen hundred dollar tournament. So, and yes, I do keep saying open tournaments because open tournaments you can play in. So for me, if I want to play in the Lone Star men's event, I can. Just not the, just not an actual women's event. And yeah. I'm sorry if you guys don't understand. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just the way it is. It's not me. It's the WPBA. I'm on the board. I, I under, I understood it. Um, <laughs> more listening um you know i don't know it, I, it's, it's just you know whatever can i jump in and help lj out here yeah you're up uh, you know i see all the same posts too and 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 i, I think Lori john has tried to hammer it home and, and i think that i i agree with her 100 percent on this and that is they keep talking about the players opportunities to make money okay and what they're missing is the player's opportunity to make money. And to me, that is, if you want to have a tour and you want to have something where you're going to call yourself a professional pool player, then you want to have a real tour, right? You want to have a tour that's got decent money to it and decent marketing around it. So that's, that's what they're trying to build back up to again, like the days of the classic tour. To do that, like she said, You've got to get sponsors to put up $25,000, dollars $50,000. If I'm a casino, your leverage in going to that casino is saying, I am going to deliver you the best players in the world. Okay. Now, if Joe down the street has a bar table tournament with 3000 added and can say the same thing, that he's going to deliver those same people, what's the advantage to me as the casino? I get nothing out of this. But that's not a game. So there's got to be there's got to be back and forth. There's got to be some 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 common sense middle ground on okay, we have to organize to the point of making ourselves valuable. Okay? And and playing everywhere and anything that's that adds $1,000 is not adding value to you as a player or you as an association or you as a tour. It's just not. But you don't you think know? those ladies going and traveling around and let's say that they're wearing a WPBA patch, right? And they're playing all across the country, promoting that brand. You don't think it's it's going to go and lift the WPBA in the long run and grow I'm their not talking about individual the, I'm not fan, talking fan about bases? The WPBA and hey. I'm not talking about the player. I'm talking about the investor. Okay, if 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 I was investing in the PGA Tour in a million dollar tour stop, but every player could go play in you know a par three course down the street for five thousand dollars the week before, and all the fans go flocking there because it's cheaper. And easier, why would I pay? So you have to look at it from the what, what nobody's looking at it from. I'm not saying this is exclusively the argument, but you have to look at it from the investor's point of view. Okay, what is what is what am I getting out of out of putting fifty thousand dollars into a women's pool event? Okay, I, and again, the only leverage the women have is their talent in their organization. If you go you know, shotgun spraying that all over the place, there's no value to it. So, as me as an investor, there's no value in me doing business with you. And I, I, I'm having a hard time understanding how people who are like posting everything don't get that. I just, I miss, I'm missing something clearly. Hey, so, so let me just say this real quick. We can debate amongst ourselves, you know, for another 45 minutes, but let's give Lori John a chance to kind of close this out because she has a program to get to. She's been gracious with her time. It's not easy to come on here and have people saying stuff. So I just want to give her an opportunity. All the, I'm so, you know, I know I, you I, are. I get, I get, I get, so I'm reading like all the comments yeah, with my, with, I, and I don't have my reading glasses. Um, you know, and you're never so, supposed so, to read those comments, Lori John. If you're a professional, you're not supposed to read those. You know that. <laughs> I, you know what? I know. And and you know you know what's funny is is like I I get <laughs> so I told somebody I said you know I I know why I wasn't on the board years ago 
because I really care. I really did. I cared about what people thought about me, you know, because you go through that little phase where you have to like, you know, everyone wants to like you. And like, and like, I'm in my fifties now and I like, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> so my skin is a little bit thicker, um, you know, and, and yeah, I got, I, I was going to say one of the guys was like, oh, you got flustered before. And I did. And I was getting flustered because it, 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 it was just completely, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, they're, they're, they're so widespread, the, the, you know, the tournaments that we're talking about. Um, you know, and again, so here's something that might happen in the future, um, because I, I hear people talking and other, and I can't mention whatever, but anyway, I've, I've heard about some things. So if something really big comes along, re like really big for the women, and it's a good thing, the, the, the WPBA is going to, just like they did with the IPT, you know, they said, guys, if we, if we ban them from, you know, making this kind of money, it's not going to be good. So they allowed it. You know what I mean? So if something big yeah. comes along, yeah, we're going to work with it. Just, I mean, that, that's where we are. So but how can it ever line, grow if they're getting smothered from the beginning? Huh? How can it ever grow if you're, if they're getting smothered from the jump, as far as the talent that's going to be available to go and attend, like it's never going to be allowed to blossom if you're saying well we're not we're gonna we're gonna take our 16. look at her, look at her, look here. at who's playing at northern lights please don't tell me we don't have talent and we have no, juniors not, here no, no, we have i'm not one, saying that we have little kaylee what's her name uh, no, no, uh I, didn't, I didn't mean it like that I, I didn't yeah yeah i'm, I'm saying we have we have we have we have so much talent here we have a lot of the junior players that are playing and that are coming up um and we, we, we just trust me. It's kind of like, if you build it, they will come. If we have more tournaments, they'll want to play. And that's the way I, that's, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get turn. I'm a player. I just want to get tournaments. That's all. So. Well, speaking of being a player, Lori John, we want to make sure you have time to play in your pro-am and kind of get set for the week. And, uh, we really appreciate you coming on, uh, wish you the best, uh, you know, go out there and shoot your best this week and uh, maybe we'll have you on soon and we'll chat some more about this. Thank you. Um, by the way, uh, somebody said, what's big enough? What's big enough is, is probably 20, 25,000 plus added. That's what, that's what our tournaments are this year. So that's, that's it. So I don't know. I don't know how that's bad anyway. <laughs> All, right. Bad. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you, Laurie John. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Ah, uh, okay. That was interesting. Melina, she Seriously. almost slapped you down. <laughs> she was slapping you all over the place, Melina Mike. <laughs> I don't know where to start um, from the last the last 28 minutes of my life. No. I, I tell you, she I, brought up some good points, and Pinozo, you did too. Here's the thing that I'm struggling with, though. By these girls going and playing in amateur female events, uh, as long as they're committing to playing in all the professional ladies' events, how does that hurt them? That's the part I, I don't understand. I, I'm going to say the same thing that I said before. You guys are looking at it from the, purely from the player's standpoint, and I understand that because players are concerned about their livelihood, right? You have to also put on a hat of, I'm trying to organize professional tour for women to get a women's tournament level up to a certain standard. Okay. How do I do that? What's my leverage? What's my strength? Your okay. stars, Mike, so, your stars are your leverage, but there's no damn stars. Hold on a second. There's no stars if you're not promoting them because the bottom line is, and the reality is they do a terrible job of not only promoting their events, but promoting their players. So how are those how are those stars gonna be stars on their on their stage? That's what they want. They want them on their stage if they're doing a terrible job in that regard. By them going and playing, it's only gonna build people's excitement to go and follow whoever the hell it is. And I'm not just saying it in regards to April. The ladies, if if I'm in an area and if I see these top ladies go and for lack of a better word, go and kill it out there, I'm gonna want to follow their career. I'm gonna want to follow and see how they're doing. I follow a lot of things about pool, Mike. A lot of things. I don't even know where the hell the damn bracket is. And I go to the WPBA Facebook page, the website. This is ESPN, but I can't even find it on there, Mike. Their bracket for their event 
on their social medias, on their website. Not, not arguing with not arguing with you on that. Not arguing with you on that at all. They've got a lot of work to do. Um, they've got a lot of catching up to do. But you have to start someplace, and you may have to make some tough decisions when you start that to say, okay, what are the key elements we need to start building this up? Should they have better marketing? Yeah. Should they have better promotion? Yeah. Should they? But this, you know, if you look back at, you know, I was around when the classic tour got launched and they had the same struggles back then and the same, they had to put down their foot the same way and kind of band everybody together and say, listen, this is the way we grow this. And they grew that into a dozen years of 10 to 15 events a year with good money and they had good marketing and they had good publicity and whatever. So in the last eight, 10 years, it's bottomed out. No doubt about it. So you're starting from zero again. They don't have money for marketing right now. They don't have a big budget for whatever, but it's it's things that they if know. If they got they a board and it, with, with 10 or so people and nobody's making a damn Facebook post with, with the brackets, someone's dropping the ball. I mean, that, that's the, bot, that, that, that's the Not, bottom line. Like, you won't, know, like, won't argue it, with you about that, but, I don't but these, are the, any... these are the ones that are going and making the decisions also, Mike. That's the part hey, that's crazy to me. So I want to be real careful not to bash this organization because the fact of the matter is what would we do to have a men's professional tour right now? You know what I mean? I mean, we have a few different things cooking, right? But they have a tour. Okay. So let's not bash them. But at no, the but same no. time, here's a question I have. Here's a question I have. I remember back playing on the Planet Pool Tour on the East Coast. Karen Core would come through. She'd play in those events. She'd play in the Joss events. Is this a new phenomenon, Mike Pinozo? Because how is Karen Core allowed to play in all these different regional, uh, you know, women's events and and do no, well no, in no, those? Those, were, those were open events. She was playing the men. She was playing the Joss Tour, men's tour. She was playing men. Any women can go do that right now. Okay. No problem. So you're not there was you know it's not a so women's. You can, you can play with everyone. You just can't play amongst yourselves. It makes a lot of sense. No, I, mean, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, don't get it. To me, again, it's it comes down to: Do you want to call I, yourself I, a professional pool player or not? You know, I get uh, it, April I get Larson it. is not not playing in Minnesota. People gotta go and work because, together in, in infancy, though, Mike. You can't. You 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 have to go and and grow with each other by isolating whoever the hell it may be or handcuffing these uh, pools already tough enough as it is. It, it, even if they go and play every women's event across the country, it's already going to be difficult enough for them to go and, and make a living. But on top of that, then you're only saying since you're since you're so good, you can only play in these ten events. Have faith in us, right? And if you're lucky, you'll get to the top four and break even, right? Maybe you'll go and make a little bit of money if you go above that. But you but you play too good, so now we want to go and keep you in a bubble over here. Well, Jennifer brought it up before. It's about exclusivity, right? It's about exclusivity. They talk to the casinos and they say that we can guarantee you that not only are these girls going to be the top girls and they're going to be at your event, but they will not be at anything other than this level of event. And I just think that's missing the mark because I don't think it takes anything away by them going and winning, you know, the South Texas Women's Open or whatever the heck it is. In no way does that diminish the WPBA, in my view. I don't see how you can make an argument for and that. Then, well, then they're saying that a dollar amount will go and, will, will, will go and make you prestigious. Listen, if I'm going to go and have $20,000 to go and spend, why would I want to go and throw it at a group that's on, that, that that's trying to go and, and, and make it tough, like as far as opening the field as wide as possible? Why would I want to go and work with them if that's my money? Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah, opening the field as wide as possible. You're talking about you're talking about 16 players. Yeah, but if they're saying that's the best of the best, Mike, they're saying that that I'm I'm only gonna they're only gonna be able to play over here. But the pool is so wide open, Mike. Pool is so wide open, and she basically said that in, in, in a nutshell that well we can't go and compete with the men and good luck. So we're trying to go and keep ourselves organized over here and separate. Like for the life of me, I don't understand. Well, okay. Let me let me put it this way then, from that standpoint, um, and I, you know, <clears throat> I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But for sure, for sure, Mike. the men don't have a tour. The men don't have any organization. You can look at a tournament this weekend, and Shane's fishing, and Sky's playing in a tournament over here, and Billy's playing in a tournament over here, and this guy's playing in a tournament over here. I gave Mike the boot. <laughs> what happened?
happened? I just showed a comment and he flew he out of here. Oh, he's back. He was, I don't know. What the, I don't making, know what the happened there. You were making too many good points. You were making too many good points, Mike. I had to get you the hell out of here. You guys almost, <laughs> you guys almost caught a break there. Um, but no, so you've got these guys playing all over the place. Where is, is that building the big name you're talking about, Mike? Is that making these guys household names? Is that making people drive around the country to see these guys play? They're all over the place. There's no rhyme or reason to men's professional pool in the U.S. And it shows. Okay. No, no, no. Now you make a valid point, Mike. But listen, there's events going on. Let's say, mm, let's say at, at least every weekend somewhere across the country for like the bigger names, right? Maybe like the Shane McMinns and Josh Roberts of the world. And these guys to go and play in decent money bar table events or whatever the hell it may be. And I get it, Mike, but you got 10 events. And in years past, they were lucky to go and have one, Mike. You got 10 events. They cannot go and crack a living with, 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 with that amount of events. Okay. I think, uh, I think Lee Vestal brings up a really good point. I think he brings up a really good point, and it's about the the female players going and playing in local tournaments or smaller tournaments and interacting with other people who kind of idolize them. You know, I mean, that's not going to happen now. You know, you're not going to be able to see a top women's player go and play in the women's division of uh, a regional event now. That doesn't mean if I'm her sponsor, I'm not going to send her there. That doesn't mean if I'm her sponsor, I'm not going to say go do an exhibition. It doesn't mean if I'm her sponsor, I'm not going to say, let's go set something up with the guy at the room and do challenge matches and sign autographs. Now you look bigger than the players who are in that $300 added tournament. You don't look like you're just in there robbing some somebody to, to make an extra 50 bucks for the week or whatever it is. So if you, want, if you want to find ways to market the women and you're their sponsor and you want them to go to these events, have at it. Do it. There's tons of ways to grow the sport, to make yourself look big, to make the pros look good. I mean, to me, that to me, if, if April Larson went to an event for her, for whoever her sponsor is, and they had an autograph signing thing, and she did challenge matches and did an exhibition, to me, far more valuable to me and far more professional for her to do that than to play the event and win. Let me ask you a question, Mike. Okay, where can I watch this? this super prestigious professional women's event this weekend live stream i mean I don't... <laughs> oh but the casinos are getting their money's worth there aren't they right i mean this is this is crazy mike this is absolutely i think fundamentally i, I agree, Melina, with, I agree I was, with your premise i was waiting but, for you to pick up your mic and just drop it and leave after that <laughs> mic drop you know like i don't i mean if I well, wait a second. Is do you are you are you opposed to the Predator Tour doing all their events free live stream to try to get people who don't always watch pool who aren't going to pay nineteen bucks for the zone because they don't necessarily know enough about pool or whatever, but they're interested in it. Are you saying that that's a bad idea? No. No, okay, but I don't so, think it's one of the same. So if the women have a free live stream for their events, how is that hurting the casinos' investment? I'm not saying that, but my point is nobody knows. Nobody knows where he's saying he doesn't know where the live stream is. From the casino standpoint, from the investor standpoint, they're getting their there's their money's worth there from the from the promotional side of it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and then then it's up to the casino to say, wait a second, this is the value you promised me, and I didn't get it. So next year, if you want money from me, you better have this splashed all over the place. So now they're going to take some of the money that they make, or some of the money. And they're going to invest it in marketing. They're going to invest it in a better stream. They're going to invest it in whatever it is. But that still, to me, doesn't that that to me is a completely separate issue from how you organize your tour to try to get back to some level of strength. I just some meant level like in the of professional. Of the the investor standpoint, which was the argument you were making. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that because fundamentally that's your point. And while I respect it, that that's my that's the other side of it. Is that are they getting their values worth on that end? And if, the, oh, and if they're not, you could, you could say that you could say that for any event that's out there in pool right now, and ask if an investor is getting their their yeah, money on social those, media or the the, the, the you know. But the you know, like, those piddly wink or whatever the hell they called it events that they're over there dogging it for or dogging for lack of a better word, you can go <laughs> and find out all the information about it. 
You can go and find out the brackets. You can go and find the players list. You can go and find everything. I know where to go and watch it, how often I'm going to be able to watch it, how many matches a day I'm going to be able to watch it. I know all of that stuff for those quote-unquote unprofessional events. But yet the professional ones, I don't. Come okay. sign up. Yeah, no argument. No, yeah, maybe I guess what Melina is saying is maybe if the energy that's being spent limiting what these female pros can play in was spent towards marketing the events and really, you know, having a presence online and getting people excited about it, marketing in general. Look, Dominic Dunn played Andrew Cleary in Florida, made that one of like the biggest events of the year. Those guys can't make two balls in a row. No, you know, no, it's no argument. No argument. Yeah. No argument on where they fall short. No argument on where they fall short as far as marketing and promotion goes. Not even gonna, not even gonna try to make an argument there. But to me, that that's that's a completely separate argument than the fundamental thing we're talking about with with how do you protect what you think you've got as a strength and help build a tour. Okay, they're gonna have to start from scratch again because they've lost all those years and they're, they're not gonna have much budget to go by right now. But you still try to set your ground rules. You still try to set your rules. You still try to stick to them, and you build from there every step along the way. And and I, I think the men, you know, the men in the U.S. need to do the same thing. This is not, you know, because I'll tell you what's going to happen with the men is the promoters are going to make them sign stuff. They're not even going to have their own organization. The promoters are going to make them sign stuff saying you play in our events and not these, because the men are that unorganized. So. I don't blame the women and I don't begrudge the women coming up with their own idea on how to rebuild a successful tour. Okay. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take steps. Some of them are going to be tough. You got to make big girl decisions and, and that's what you make them. April made her decision. Okay. She made her decision to stick with the person who's paying her rent and, and that's fine. But again, to me, a lot of it comes down to, do we want, professional sports. Do we want pool to be a professional sport? You've got to start to set some parameters if you want to be a professional sport. So Pinozo, Pinozo. Don't a professional pool player if, you know, if if it's all about bar table tournaments in Spokane, you know, at a thousand dollar. You're going to piss off a lot of people. Okay. So hold on. Pinozo, let's suppose, let's suppose tomorrow. It's no big deal. (laughs) Pinozo, let's suppose tomorrow Matchroom or CSI or, or one of those that are running their own series of events now said that uh, the men can only play in those events. And if they choose to play in other events, then they're basically not welcome on their Hold tour. On. We Would you support those, that? We saw it because there was wording in, I think it was two the US years Opens. ago, the yeah. U.S. Open. You could not play in a U.S. Open. Yeah. And then we got clarification. I mean, would you that support that, Mike? Nine ball. Yeah. It's got, it? yeah, I mean, would you no, no, would you feel no. like it would be better for the sport that if you didn't turn on the Texas Open and see Shane Van Boning and you know all the top players in the United States, Sky Woodward, Billy Thorpe, those guys, because now they're being handcuffed by Matchroom or um, you know uh, CSI? Would you would you yeah. be? So, I, I would be. It would be um, disappointing to me. That because now you're talking, you're talking about two tours that are, you know, on pretty good levels in terms of added money for the pros. Okay, we're not talking about a twenty-five thousand dollar added against a three thousand dollar added, which is our discussion with the women. Okay, so you're talking about two pro tours and people having to make a a decision between one or the other. That would just be a damn shame, Um, and and you shouldn't be able to do that unless you can promise people a, a pretty decent income out of it. Um, and this WPBA there, you know, the obvious question is, well, WPBA is not promising a, a living for these people. No, but it's a start. It's a start in the right direction and, and make some decisions. And do you want to help us try to build a professional sport or not? You know, make your, make your choice. April made her choice and that's fine. Um, you know, I don't think you, did you really answer my question though? Because if uh, no, let's say I, let's just take I, one I of them. I would be disappointed. Do I think it would be right or wrong? Um, I think it would be. Um, yeah, that's that's a really you, tough one because because you're you're taking the position right now that the WPBA is justified in what they're doing and that's what they need to do to establish I think, I think the professionalism that they need. Let's say the CSI. 
who has the, the U.S. Pro Billiard Series, let's say that CSI now says that unless it's a match room or a WPA event, pro players cannot go and play in Texas Open or f- this triple crown thing they just did in Florida or the big events in Iron City in Alabama. Yeah. Do you think that would be good for the, the sport? No, probably not. But I think it's I think it's apples and oranges because one is a promoter and one's in, one's a players association. Okay, I'm always going to back the players association trying to do what it think it's best to grow the sport and to grow their players group. Okay, now if you're talking about a promoter doing it, that's purely selfish reasons. Okay, that to me. So then you get into to me it's apples and oranges. Oh, okay. Okay, that, I'm glad I asked that question because now I, I kind of understand. I'm glad you gave me time to come up with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it makes more sense to me now because we said that's what's missing from men's pool for a long time. And even the promoter, promoters will say that, that there's no players association. There's no um, unity there. And that's why you can strong them. And, and, that's, and that's why the women are saying here, we're going to try to build an association of women professional players and try to make things best for ourselves with our own rules. So either come along or don't come along. And again, if it's, if it's a promoter, it's a different thing. It's, 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 I'm going to put a gun to your head and say, you know, you have to play it my way or go home. And I, I think it's different. I think they one still, of the tough they still have things, livelihoods. I'm sorry? They, have livelihood. they, they still have to go and make a living. They got to pay bills. Yeah, of course. I think one of the really tough things for the WPBA through this, I know Lori John couldn't talk specifically about players, but the fact that this was April, I mean, I can't think of a, a young female player that's more respected than April Larson. And now that she's on the matchroom stage, she's being invited to matchroom events. Uh, you don't find a person who doesn't like April Larson. And the fact that this has now happened to her and, and, you know, she's been made kind of like the poster child for this particular situation. I, I don't think it's a good look for the WPBA. I think, you know, that's, well, you know they could have compromised. I am on, I'm on, I'm on record very publicly as being a huge April Larson fan. Okay. She had a decision to make. She made her decision. Um, you know, is it a shame that it's her? Yeah. But it's also only her. Anybody else who didn't sign this? So, and why did she sign it? She's got obligations to someone that, that brought her in to live in her area. Okay, fine. Were there compromises? Could there have been compromises there? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, when I spoke to Lori Downer, she said she talked to her. Said, let me talk to your sponsors. We can, you know, let's see what we can figure out. There was no response to that. So, um, and, and as I said before, what would have been, you know, the easiest sell to me would have been to tell the sponsors, send her to all those events. Just don't have her playing them. Send her with posters to sign. Send her to do challenge matches. I, you know, I still think they'd have gotten more mileage out of that and made they, her more like a professional by doing that than by no. having her go play no. and win the eight hundred bucks top prize. Hell, I've no. never you seen Marina still wired. Wait, wait, because he's going. On, he's going tilt. Let him go. He's on because full tilt. Here's the thing, man. They, the women had faith in that organization through the years of just being mediocre, for lack of a better word. The one event a year, the two events a year. Stick with us. Stick with us. We're gonna we're gonna weather the storm. We're gonna come through it. We're gonna go and get through it together, and it's gonna come out better on the other side of it. Now, the fact that the girl go and and planned out something for the next six months, why not? It basically when she said we'll go back to the sponsors and talk. What the hell is there to talk about when they're not compromising? Let her. The compromise would have been go and fulfill it. Live up to your yeah. Live up to your obligations. And you know what's expected next year, That's and right. be ready and be ready for it. That would have been the middle ground here, Mike. But they're going and digging their heels in and saying, "Nah, we ain't doing it. It's it's my way, uh, or or it's the highway." Yeah. Again, I don't know how much you know gun was stuck to each person's head. So I don't know if there was, you know, let let me talk to these people and and let's see if there's a compromise or whether it was no f you. There is no compromise. Go take your ball and go home. Um, you know, it's, you know, all this again, well, was, John said it herself. I mean, she said point blank, there was no exception exemptions going. No, there was going to be no, no exception, but I mean, yeah. could they have talked to him and found out some other way to do it with the, with her sponsors? Like I said, I think they were trying to look for ways like exhibitions or whatever to, 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 to fulfill some obligation, but is the, is the obligation to the so great 
to to April's investors or her, her you know her, her pool room that she has to play this event and beat everybody to a pulp and win her eight hundred dollars for three events or four events or whatever. Were they won't? It doesn't sound like they were willing to compromise either. So. So they both dug in their heels or they both didn't well, bother talking about it or whatever. Why the hell would I want to compromise with someone that's coming back to me negotiating saying we ain't moving? I mean, that that's the end of the conversation. Well, I don't know if that's – it doesn't sound like they ever talked to each other. So nobody said either, nobody said anything to each other. I mean, it doesn't sound like, you know, Lori John ever talked to her sponsors and her sponsors ever talked to the WPBA board. It was a decision that was made. April and her father and her sponsors talked and, and that was the end of the game. So you know, I'm, not blaming, I'm not blaming either side for, I don't blame either side for how the decision got made. Um, I just think that, um, you know, it, I, <laughs> I just think that, that April made the wrong decision because no one else, no one else did the same thing. I mean, everybody else understood it and went along with it, and they understand it, and they're going to play on. Well, but but a lot of those players, like if you look at the Europeans that are in there, they can always run off to Europe and play in women's events. You know, they have opportunity over there. You know, uh, how many, I, how many I think events does Kelly Fisher playing in Europe. I don't know, but she has that available almost, to her. Almost zero. She's got available. She's probably going to win this not, event this weekend. Not, she's not a bar table tournament in in Essex. Yeah. But, you know, okay. Euro I think the big point, Mike Mike threw this out there to Lori John. It probably wasn't fair because I doubt that she was the one that set the schedule. But the schedule was released so late. People already had their plans for the year. And that part of it, I think, is why there should have been room for compromise this year. You know? Could, could be. I also know that as of like November of last year, most of the play, every player, WPBA player, knew that there were going to be probably at least eight events this year. Were there stipulations set in? Were there dates set yet? Probably not, but they knew this was coming. This isn't like all of a sudden, you know, the shoe dropped that one day and it's like, oh my God, we got 10 tournaments this, this year. What am I going to do? I've already got six things scheduled. I, I don't buy that either. That yeah. event, none of their events in no way was ever going to be more watered down because she goes and wins the Texas Open or she goes and wins Scotty Townsend. Or she goes and wins it's, an event in Florida. That WPBA event is in no way, shape, or form going to be watered down. You know what's going to happen, Mike? Is that all those fans that were there in Texas that watched that event, all those fans who were in Louisiana who watched that event, all those fans who were in Florida and watched that event, you know what they're going to do? They're going to they're going to tune in and watch the girl go and snap off another one, or at yeah, least make a they're going to become fans in, in, in doing so. Absolutely, they're going to become yeah. fans. Could be, but now right. if, if all top sixteen players did the same thing, then what? This is no my change. You and can't right, go so you and have a show without stars. Yeah, you your top 16 playing 16 different events this weekend all over the U.S. And how does that not water down what they're trying to do? I just say don't see it. Say that I again. Men are doing that now. I just don't see it. It's not going to water down the, the world 10 ball. You know, uh, it's not going to water down well, I the time in Las Vegas the open. The men are a different animal. I, think, I don't know. I mean, my, I, if the men were organized, they, I mean, it would be – Great, but I don't think in the long run it would. I wouldn't be mad if, like, if you know the guys who attended just regional events kept on doing that. Like that wouldn't bother me. But then I wouldn't seclude them from going and playing in open events either. You know, these open events for these other girls. Well, I mean, these girls who are like professional players, right? Like it helps them pay the bills. It helps them stay afloat. It helps them pay their their car note. It helps them pay electricity. It helps them have food and gas. I mean, in, in the car. So if in pools already so difficult as it is for anybody to go and make a living, and that's even on the men's side of it, and then and you want to go and say, no, you can't go and do that anymore. And I think more importantly, Mike, I think, I think if April Larson came to Phoenix, Arizona this weekend and competed in a woman's event uh, and did well, which she would, I think she would increase her brand and increase her fan base. And so then when she went to play in the next WPBA event, if the stream was available, be, we found the stream. People would be rooting for her. She could be wearing well, a WPBA patch the entire time and let everybody know and promote the hell out of that event like she promotes everything else. You well, follow she, any – Then she probably doesn't have anything to worry about. She's going to do great. She's going to play in a bunch of events. She's going to win them. She's going to be everybody's darling. She's going to have 6 million social media followers. And she doesn't have to play in the WPBA event against Kelly Fisher. It's good for her too. Well – 
I mean, yeah, but still, my claim for coins. No, what's happening here? She's not, wait, she just got she's not, wait for the second. She's not, she's not complaining. She's just going and addressing the elephant in the room because it's better to go and take it head on versus going and getting eighteen different, you know, eighteen hundred different messages in in Facebook about it. You know, she's at least going and taking the bull by the horns. Hey, look. During all this, when we were talking about the WPBA and their marketing and stuff, I went to the site. You know, Lori John commented, like, you can go to the site. It's up there. And so you go and you click on the event, and there's no information about live stream. It's just get tickets, right? Um, which is fine. But, you know, they can do so much more with this, right? No to where no, we, we can see the stream. We can see the brackets. We can see how they're progressing. I mean, to, to for me, I really think that the opportunity to grow the, the women's sport is through stuff like this and not through uh, exclusivity. That's just my feeling about it. I don't think I'll ever change. I probably won't convince you, Pinozo. Yeah. No, no, uh, no. Listen, hey, hey, I'm, not for, I'm not for exclusivity. I'm not, you know, believe me, I've fought a lot of battles where I'm like, you know, when, when, when they were trying to strong-arm players a couple of years ago, I'm always going to come out on, on behalf of the players. Uh, but, again, to me, I'm trying to – put my hat on of, okay, I'm a woman who wants my sport to be a professional sport and I want to be in an association. So no promoter is telling me what I got to do. And we're going to get together in an association. And as a group of like-minded players, we're going to come up with some rules. Okay. You have 400 players, 200 players, 50 players, 20, it doesn't matter. 30% of them aren't going to like what you decide anyways, but as a group, you come together. Especially pool players. You, you try to, well, it's, it's in any organization, any kind of, you're going to have to come together and try to make some rules and, and, and think as hard as you can about what's the best way to get you guys to go forward again. All right. And then you got to stick to those rules. Is everybody going to like them? No. Are they always going to be fair? No. But it's going to be your organization. You're going to make your own decisions. Okay. Again, unlike the men who are going to have guys with money put guns to their head and tell them where to go when for the rest of their lives. They have no control. So it's just two different philosophies of yeah, how they're big you, boys too, Mike. They're big I'm boys. Sorry? Just, they're big boys just like the girls are big girls. Yeah, they can making their own adults, decisions. They can make their own decisions. Yeah. You sure. know, well, they're getting together in, in Las Vegas, the World Ten Ball, they have a meeting about a players union. Okay, so you know, they understand what the reality of the Can we live stream is. that? Can we live stream that, Pinozo? <laughs> Should we live? Well, you know, you, you guys will be there. Knock yourselves out. The uh, dog in it. The dog in it. <laughs> players union discussion. I love it. Let's do it. That's right. So, you know, so so they understand the value of being unified, too. They've just never been able to do it and hold on to it for more than six months. Okay. Um, because they're all mercenaries. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's just philosoph different philosophies of how you try to grow your part of the game. And this is what the women are trying to do. So I'll, I'll back them to the point of saying, okay, let's see what you can come up with. It's not going to be always great. It's not going to be always pretty, but I think you've got the best interests of everybody at heart as a whole. Is it always, again, again, it's not going to appease everybody, but you know, give it a shot. Let's see if you can get back to where you were in the, uh, in the nineties. Cause it was, it was fantastic. They were, they were 10 times more organized had 10 times better marketing and had 10 times more exposure than the men and couldn't play half as good. But you know so what else you had? They Mike? Yeah. They, they've yeah. done it right. They've yeah. done it right before. And I'm going to give them a chance to try to do it right again. They had a lot of stars back then. A lot of big names, Mike, back then the Jeanette Lees of the world. Well, you know how you know how they built those they built those big names on ESPN, not at Joe's fifty dollar added entry fee in the bar table tournament down the street. Well, listen, when I went to Joe's fifty dollar entry fee tournament, and you know what you know who I saw there? A picture of Jeanette Lee. On the Budweiser advertisement there. That's what I seen. Yeah. <laughs> she probably went there to do exhibitions. Hey, so Melina, you I know you said you couldn't find the bracket, but you're Melina Mike. You must have found the bracket somewhere. I can, but that's not the point, man. I'm trying I, that, 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 <laughs> well, that why don't we argument or position by me saying, Oh yeah, I got it right here. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Why I mean, like let's talk about the event. What do you think is gonna happen? Well, let's see. If they're seated, which I believe they are, then I 
I like uh, I like Kelly Fisher because or Jasmine Ocean. I think they'll probably end up meeting in the finals. Would be my guess because I think they're the two best players out of out of all those females out there. I think both of them. I think both of them, for that matter, can go and compete with men. We saw Jasmine go and lose in that Predator event to two very uh, capable men, and both of them were in shootouts. Um, we saw Kelly go and make a, a great run at the uh, World Championships last year, taking down Jeff DeLuna. So I, I love the idea of women going and competing against the men. Um, but I like them two to go and, and be number one, number two, and probably Allison in the semifinals would be my guess. But you, you they have all these names they built back in the, you know, in the 90s, like Mike says. But if you're not letting them go and compete for whatever reason – you're not going to have names. You're not going to have those same stars. I remember when the UFC had the Chuck Liddells and the Tito Ortizes of the world, and they were scrambling whenever they retired, right? They were scrambling to go and make these new stars of, of sport. We see it in basketball when Michael Jordan left or in baseball when we saw McGuire go and leave. I mean, you, you, you can pick a sport and, and say that those organizations were petrified when those stars went and left, but you got someone who's just is a, is a, beam, a beam of light. And you're and you're keeping them, <laughs> and you're and you're and you're keeping them under the pillow. Anyway, anyway, I'm, I, I get both sides to an extent. I respect everybody, but we can <laughs> we can agree to disagree on this one, Ponozo. But you oh, know, I, I, I love that. That's what these are. This was fun. The best. If we that agreed was, on everything, it'd be the most boring freaking podcast boring. in the history of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is not boring. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> this is fun. I think if Lori John is in Vegas and she sees Melina Mike, she might slap him upside the head. <laughs> and I, I'll try to get that on video for everyone. That'd be fun. <laughs> okay. I'm sure I'll get a, a text message tonight about this whole interaction. So it's going to be wonderful. I'm looking well, hey, to anything else that we need to touch on, guys, before we call it a show? No. I hope, I, just, I hope they do a good job of, of promoting it on social media so that way people can go and watch it. And the women who are in there are going to be celebrated and you can go and tune into their matches and follow them because I'm not going to go and say like some of these other, you know, idiots around the world, whenever they don't get their way, boycott it and don't watch. No, 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 no. I still want to go and support it and watch it. And hopefully we know who the winner is and where you can go and watch it. So. And I think I, I love, you know, how you bash their their website and their marketing and their their you know lack of organization there i think that that's they need to hear that now because they need to know that that's if, if you're going to try to sell this you got to do a better job of that so i would like to see that they you know by the next time we talk they've got all that stuff squared away and we can watch all their matches and follow their brackets and whatever because they're still the best women players in the world and i want to watch them play and i want to see good competition so you know i hope that they pull their act together like that for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, it's never, um, you know, I'm never one to shy away from a bold prediction. So um, I have a friend of mine who's actually competing out there. I'm actually going to show this right now. Uh, can you guys read that? Can you see that first round matchup? Jay Suko and Jasmine Ocean. Yeah, I'm going to take Jay in that one for the big upset. Uh, my really? friend out here in Arizona, she's going to go get it. She's been playing well. She's a lot of fun. She loves playing. She loves playing pool. I'm going to say that she's going to step up and pull off a huge upset. And you guys are going to be like, Joey, I can't believe you. You're you're like Nostradamus. What are you doing here? You want to well, put your money where, where your mouth is? If that, if I, your I'll call, take 20 to 1 on it. If that's your call, then I guess I'm going to have to take Kelly Isaac in her first round match against Kelly Fisher. I, lo I love <laughs> Kelly in that match. I love Kelly. Kelly's gonna win. <laughs> and then, and then, Melina, you can take Joanne Mason Parker is playing Lori John Oganowski Brown in the first round. Who do you like? Well, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah ten times. Yeah, no kidding. No, this is fun. And I mean, I, I, it's. I mean, I say it fun, but it's. I like that we're able to go and have these discussions respectfully. And, you know, we appreciate uh, Lori John for coming on. I yeah. reached out to the WPBA via Facebook Messenger. They got back to me within a couple of hours. I reached out to WPBA in email. They got back to me within a few hours. So the communication has been great. I like that how, you know, uh, uh, she's just ballsy and just kind of like, I'm 
I'm in it. I'm game to go and answer whatever you guys want to go and, and ask me. We do know, right, Mike, that they're going to have a, a release coming out in the next whatever. Yeah, I think they're going to make a statement because there's been a lot of activity on this, obviously. So they're going to try to. Because it's know, April. Get they picked the wrong one. <laughs> I told you. Well, you know what? <laughs> Again, I love April, but the post, you know, okay. It was we'll, leave it. we'll leave it there. Joey. All right. Joey, thanks for coming on the show, buddy. We appreciate you being our special yeah, guest. Yeah, well, I mean, you actually invited me tonight. I don't know what happened the other night. I I get a Facebook like notification and it's like, oh, pool player podcast is live. And I look down and it's you two clowns. Like I didn't even get an invitation. I tell you what, there's always more, buddy. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Folks, thanks for all the comments. Really appreciate it. Uh, I thought you guys were you know, pretty fair with Lori John, uh, although you definitely stated your opinion. That's what we want on here. That's why we keep the comments up. She was getting a little flustered by him. Yeah, but that's one thing we want to do on here. We want to take your comments. We want to, you know, try to highlight them, try to read them off as much as possible. So guys, keep tuning in. We're going to keep bringing you the content next week. We're all going to be out in Las Vegas while Mike and I are not sure about Pinozo. But if he's out there, we're going to get him in the booth with us, put a microphone in front of him, and give you guys all the coverage out there at the CSI Expo. I'm really excited about it. I'm taking off of work for, what, 12 days, Mike? And we're just going to have have a blast. Absolutely. We'll look forward to it. And thanks for everybody for tuning in. And thanks to Pinozo, as always, for joining us.